Welcome to the I'm in my 20s podcast, the podcast that empowers you to make the best of your 20s through candid, insightful, and inspiring conversations. My name is Meg, and let's get started. Now I triple check literally all of my slides, particularly my graphs, especially if I say something numerical. Um, it was tr- traumatic when it happened, but you know, two or three years later, it's, it's all okay. It'll be okay. So what you just heard was a sneak peek of me and my friends sharing some of the biggest internship mistakes we made, how we dealt with it, what we learned from it, and how you can avoid making the same mistakes we did. So welcome back to the podcast, guys. Hope everyone's having a lovely day or night or whenever you're listening to this. This conversation today features my amazing, very talented friends, Mira Hare, Zoe Zhang, Renzel Mendoza, and Katrina Del Rosario. And this is actually a recorded clubhouse session that we ran back on May 13th. And we are all senior business students studying marketing at the UBC Sauter School of Business. Three out of the five of us have just graduated with our degree, so very exciting. And we have all done quite a few marketing internships at big companies such as P&G, Major Tom, Best Buy, SAP, Labatt, etc. And so we thought it'd be helpful to host a clubhouse room just to share all the best internship tips, tricks, um, preparation, how to set yourself up for success, what we wish we knew, and all these things just to help you make the best of your internship. So whether you are starting your internship or in the middle of it or preparing for a future internship, I know that this chat will be super, super helpful for y'all. And before we begin, I just want to say apologies for the poor audio quality. This was recorded on an external microphone outside of the Clubhouse app, of course, with the participants' permission. And secondly, listen until the end to figure out where you can reach out to all of us because we are more than happy to help any of y'all. So done with my babbling, let's get started with the conversation. This is my first clubhouse hosting, go. This is scary. Technically me too. Oh my god. All of us. I think it's everyone's. Awesome. Oh, I will kick things off. It's great to see so many familiar faces here. Um, just to give a bit of a recap or a blurb. So if you're not um, up to date, this room is about acing your internship, um, really making the most of your time there. And our panel will kind of be sh- sharing some of the learnings we've had throughout our internships um, and some of the tips that we've kind of accumulated. Um, so without further ado, we'll be doing 30 minutes of kind of a panel and we already have questions prepared for those and then we'll open the floor to any Q&A. Uh, and I'll, we'll just start with a round of introductions. So I'll start first. Uh, my name is Mira. I just finished my degree at UBC Solder and that was in marketing and global supply chain. And then in terms of my kind of experiences or internships, I started as a summer field sales intern at Labatt. It's a really fancy way of saying that I merchandised and sold beer in northern BC for a summer. And I loved it. I learned a ton. And I went back to Labatt after that. And I was a trade marketing intern. That was a lot more on the business analytics side. And then I had my last internship at P&G last summer where I was in brand management on the digital brand operations team, working mostly on digital marketing and data strategy. Um, and I'll be returning to P&G shortly in the summer. So a bit about me, or one fun fact, is that I've recently got really into bouldering uh, indoors and rock climbing. So I'll pass it off to Renzel. Hey, everyone. Like Mira said, my name is Renzel. It's so lovely to... I'm about to say C, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Be in the same room as all of you. Um, I have one more term left at UBC Sauter, also studying marketing, and this is how I met all of these lovely folks, my fellow co-panelists. From a professional kind of landscape, I had several co-ops, some of them notably at Canadian Tire. I worked at their international e-commerce division um, in the U.S., so working for their Amazon and Shopify stores. Then I kept going down that e-commerce journey, and I ended up working last summer at Shopify as a support apprentice. Then, uh, most recently, I am an account management intern at Procter & Gamble for this summer. I'll be working for the regional team under their home care, fabric care, family care, and shave care. So, some of the brands that you might know, it's like Mr. Clean, Tide, Pampers, and Gillette. And a fun fact about me is ever since the pandemic hit, I have been slowly hoarding a lot of plants. I have like 20 plants in my room right now, and thankfully, I haven't killed any one of them. Um, so I'll pass it off to Zoe. Yeah, so uh, welcome everyone. Um, I just graduated from UBC Solder as well in marketing um, three weeks ago, so still fairly uh, 
relevant, I hope. A um, little bit more about my professional background. I started out in the startup field, um, working as a marketing coordinator in several startups, and then I moved into an agency side called Major Tom, where I led a lot of paid search, paid social, and SEO projects. Um, I wanted to try out CPG, so I joined Mars Wrigley as a brand marketing intern last summer on the digital and seasonal candy portfolio. And most recently, last week, I joined General Mills as an ABM uh, on contract in serial innovation. It's been so fun. Um, even in the last eight days, I've been working for the company and a little bit more about me on the personal side a fun fact is that i was a race walker on the uvc varsity track and field team and um although it's very unusual sports um i had a really good experience being a part of the thunderbirds culture i'll pass it off to meg cool hi everyone welcome thank you for being here this is our first clubhouse room so we're also a bit nervous me included um so a bit about me is that i currently work at sap as a digital content coordinator and this is actually my second internship here uh, working at sap was my first marketing internship as well so i was a product marketing specialist with the sap analytics team last year and this year i just started two weeks ago as a digital coordinator in the uh, digital strategy team and two of my fellow interns are also in the audience so shout out to shirley and winnie who have joined us today so thanks for coming and i'm excited to uh, pursue a career in marketing and digital in the tech space and i also just finished my degree so very excited to start working in the real world your turn katrina thanks meg hey everyone i'm katrina i am almost an alumni i just have three more courses left but uh, currently interning at Best Buy Canada as a digital marketing intern, specifically in paid media. So working with publishers, um, you know, running ads on their websites, as well as any social media pages. Um, and previous to that, really interested in digital marketing, anything, um, you know, promoting products or brand online, especially, you know, with the turn of COVID, um, how everything's going from billboards to um, like platforms uh, digitally. And really shout out to my one and only Victor Tang in the house. <laughs> um, it's uh, me, Zoe Renzel's previous professor. He really inspired me um, to have this push. And I also am a teaching assistant for Com 464 So really fun um, with that experience. Um, on the personal side, love people. Uh, if you ever want to have like deep talks, ever want to talk about life, let me know. I love hearing your stories. Um, and fun, my fun fact is I not only love to sing, but I can beatbox and hum at the same time. So you want to give us a performance? Sure, real, real quick. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> Thank I, you. And I think Mira will, will bring it back to you. Okay, so without further ado, we'll get into the first question with uh, a ton of people on this call being in their, their first or second week of their internship. Um, what should an intern be doing in their first week or two of the internship in terms of goal setting, onboarding, um, getting up to speed to kind of set themselves up for success? Uh, Meg, do you want to take that first question? Yeah, definitely. So when I did my first internship uh, with SAP last year, I think I wasn't prepared enough. I kind of just went in and was... Oh, Mira, I can hear my echo on your end. Okay, I think we're good. <laughs> I kind of just went in and I was like, okay, I'm very excited to get started. And then all of a sudden there was a so much onboarding and information overload and very quickly I was really overwhelmed. So I would say when you're first getting started, it's really important to kind of create a system for yourself to organize your work. So maybe start like a work journal um, within our little group. We kind of shared our work journals with each other. So whether that's like online with OneNote or using like a notebook to track down your work journal and take notes on things that you learn through onboarding that is super super helpful and another thing is to like i think introductions is really important so at the beginning it's like the best time to start meeting new people um even though you will um, be brought into like calls with like your your buddy and your manager i think a good question to ask is like to ask your buddy oh like who are the people that i will be likely working with throughout my internship and 
uh, maybe you can like introduce me to them or give me their email so I can set up a chat. So that's like a really great way to start building those relationships and also just figure out a project management system. So I personally like to use Trello just to organize my tasks and just categorize them. And so, yeah, those are just some of the little things to prepare for so that you don't get too overwhelmed in your first week. Awesome. That's great. Um, I think that kind of covers that one. So we'll go into kind of the golden uh, question here, which is, is there anything that you wish you knew before your first internship that if you could go back and talk to a younger Renzel, Zoe, Meg, or Katrina, you would say, yeah, definitely. Um, Kat, why don't we start with you? For sure. I think one part in my first internship, it was at a marketing agency. Um, I was with people who were very high level, um, corporate, uh, or sorry, not corporate, like they had corporate experience in corporate positions and also just having a title of like CEO or marketing manager, marketing director. I had a huge part in imposter syndrome, um, thinking that, hey, because I don't have a title, because, you know, someone might be older than me and feeling like I have that lack in experience, um, I don't, I shouldn't or I feel kind of like I, I don't want to reach out to them. However, in that time, I, I kind of look back and I wish I, I took away that label and really just feeling confident enough to talk to people as if they were human. I think that's the biggest part. Whether someone has a CEO title, someone has um, a marketing manager title, um, they're always open to speaking with you, always open to offering feedback. Um, so I think looking back, um, just covering up that label and seeing your executives or colleagues um, as human. I love that. I totally agree. Uh, Zoe, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I actually had two things. So during the first few weeks, um, especially if you're working for a pretty big uh, corporation, it would be a really good idea to set up 30-minute coffee chats with all your team members, maybe key stakeholders from other cross-functional teams, and meeting some of the directors um, that are on your business or um, on other units that might be helpful throughout your term. Um, during these coffee chats, you can kind of tell them a little bit more about you, learn more about their role, and how you can potentially work together. That kind of eliminate some of the questions that may come up as you're working on your projects and you know who to exactly go to with um, the questions that you might have. So I found that really helpful, especially in a marketing position and you're essentially the hub for all, all things about your brand. And secondly, prioritization has been a huge um, priority for me. <laughs> and Time management for some of your projects, your managers are going to really see how you execute them on time and uh, which task needs to be done first and really understanding what is expected of you is going to be really important and I think to take it a step further, showing your understanding um, what the business goals are and prioritizing that within your projects could help you shine. I totally agree, Zoe. I had one internship where I did do those like introductions at the start and one where I didn't, and I think it, it does mm -hmm. make a world of a difference. Yeah, um, especially in a virtual environment, too. Totally. Kat, I saw you chiming in there. Do you want to you wanna add something? Oh, yeah. I just think with, um, with that end, making sure that you're just like your calendar is set up. I, I kind of speak on in the next question, but like having that calendar set up in terms of priorities really like knowing your labels um like red for important green for um like already red is another thing with priority so that's just something i wanted to add is like looking into your tools definitely and then we haven't heard from uh renzel or meg yet so why don't we go to renzel first then meg for your your top tip on what you would you wish you had known your first internship oh my goodness asking the right questions um there's like, it's sort of like a two-part component to questions. Uh, I know how overwhelming it can be in your first couple of weeks, and you probably have a bajillion. So from like an organizational perspective, have a notepad ready or like notes on your laptop and just jot it down. And then at the end of the day, organize it to like things that you can Google and then things that you actually need to ask someone like your buddy or your manager 
Um, that way you're not ever in a situation where you're asking your manager something that you could have easily Googled just because you were flustered. Because asking the right questions is also an opportunity for you to show, you know, like you're passionate about the industry that you're working in. And like if you're in a room full of people and you ask, you know, like that one question where it gets everyone thinking about your point, it makes you seem like you're really prepared. So try not to ask, like, you know, if you're in a boardroom meeting, like, how do I send this specific email? Because, like, then every, everyone kind of looks at you and you're like, obviously, you're the intern. Yeah. So it, it's not a huge deal if you do. I bet you, like, I've done it a bajillion times. But, like, getting into the practice of, like, separating, you know, higher level questions and then things that you can easily Google, that is what I wish I had started way earlier on in all my co-ops. Totally agree. And Meg? Yeah, so mine, I just want to hop on like Renzel's point as well. I think that's a really great point. There's like a thin line between, oh, there's no such thing as dumb questions versus like asking questions that would like kind of waste someone's time. I'd actually like to share um, interesting story. I'm not going to name any names or companies, but I had a previous internship before and one of my fellow interns was like kind of bugging the senior manager with questions um, kind of every single day and they actually got you know they it wasn't it wasn't pretty basically so i think a good rule of thumb for me um that i like to follow is if you can find the answer online easily like within five minutes or something uh don't ask the question if you can find the answer but if you need something like in terms of like mentorship or something then definitely like feel free to like reach out and like talk to um whoever um is like your buddy or something and I think especially as an intern, that's the benefit of being an intern as well, because the company knows that you're there to learn and they know that you need mentorship because it's your first time, perhaps. And you're like the, you know, you're like the baby of the company. So definitely take advantage of that and learn as much as you can. And for my own, um, what I wish I knew before my internship, I think it's also about knowing that you're not just an intern, quote unquote, you're not just an intern. So your opinion matters. And these companies uh, from like the companies that hired me, they told me that, oh, like we like hiring young talent because we know you guys have like fresh perspectives to bring. So like feel free to disagree with things that we're doing if you think that there's a better way to do things. So I would say I wish I could tell my younger self to be more confident in my own ideas and be able to speak up when I see that there's a better way to do something. Um, it's okay to be skeptical of processes and recommend new ways of doing things. Even if they say, no, it doesn't work, at least you tried and gave it a shot. And at least you're demonstrating that you have ideas and you're taking initiative and you're thinking of uh, ways to improve. So that's what I would tell my younger self. Great. I totally agree. I, I'm going to close it off with my thing that I wish I had told myself, um, which was to set expectations with my manager upfront on what success looks like in the internship. I had one internship where, um, so it's quite standard for that to be the case in internships, but the KPIs that were um, used to assess my internship were more related to the project at hand that I was working on, but maybe I didn't have the influence on the, the end result of that project as much, um, so it wasn't as telling uh, to my personal capabilities, whereas in another internship, I really pushed for ways um, in which I was evaluated that were reflective of my actions. Uh, and because of that, it was so much more clear cut as to what I was doing, what my impact on the business was. Um, so I really would tell myself to spend that first week when you're sitting with your manager, what does success look like for me? What does, like at the end of this internship, what would I have done to be a good intern? And where possible, make those measurable. Um, we go through SMART goals in school all the time. So I would really say make it measurable and, and work to hit those goals in your internship. Mm. Um, awesome. I have Good a follow-up question for you, Mira. Just so to jump in, uh, just in case there's like any younger students, Mira said KPI. Don't feel bad if you don't know what that is. It's just because Mira's from PNG and we live off acronyms. KPI yeah. is Key Performance Indicator. Yeah, so Mira, I have a question for totally, you uh, following that. So how did you actually track your KPIs throughout your internship? Because that's um, something I struggle I with. I mean, my, my area was in digital marketing, um, which is really quite a measurable area. And so because I got to, um, to really own my projects in, my, in one of my internships, uh, it was really quite... The KPIs were all related to how the media that I was in the projects I was working on performed. And so... In their nature, my projects were really measurable. Uh, does anybody in our in our panel have any tips for maybe what it when it isn't is measurable? Mm. Oh, you're like you're stumping us now. Oh, I definitely <laughs> for for 
for some of it for for Shopify, I remember they sort of like measure how your your impact is on the team, and it's not like you can ask the team like how are you all feeling like straight up to their faces. So like a way to go around that was that you send an anonymous quiz, literally a smiley face, uh, mm. an unhappy face, and sort of a middle face. That way you can sort of make it quantifiable rather than like straight up asking your coworkers. Oh, how do you feel? And that's because that was one of my projects was to just build team spirit. And that's such a random thing. Like, how do you build team spirit? Um, it's sort of just the vibes. <laughs> it's definitely hard if you have something like that. Um, it's definitely easier when you have something like Mira's project where there's industry set records. Right. Yeah, there's so many different ways you can measure. Um, obviously, with digital, there is like um, there's reach, engagement, um, ROI, all of that stuff that you can see in like analytics dashboards. But for things that aren't digital, I think what I like to do is kind of capture what it's like before I work on it. So, oh, like, what is the landscape like? What's the feedback, qualitative, and um, what's the quantitative stats? And then after that, I'll kind of, like, do another capture of, okay, what's the impact of that? So basically what changed between me working on it? And that's how I would quantify the impact. I love yeah, that. if I can add to that, um, the two CPGs I've worked for... Um, they have marketing capabilities that are more on the softer side of the skill set. So, for example, being bold, being nimble, act like a family-oriented mindset. Um, a lot of that isn't really measurable, like digital marketing. Um, I think something that you can do in your first few weeks is take notes of what these marketing uh, capabilities or skills look like in the leaders in the company and um, every month you can look back at what how you did against those measures and what that looks like in the next month and how you can show it off so I think just keep that in mind as you're going through your internship it will be a, a good idea Totally agree. And and a lot of what you touched on, especially Renzel was touching on on people and and creating that team mm -hmm. and the feeling. So I guess that leads well into our next question, which is, you know, how do you build those meaningful connections? You're only there for maybe two to four months and what does that what does that look like uh, when you're in your internship? So Renzel, could you kinda of brought it forward? Did you wanna you wanna start that off? For sure. Um, one piece of advice that I got two years ago from a really good friend was that you know like those social hanging out mean more than maybe all of the other stuff like it's great that if you do well in your internship for the actual projects that you work on but those social hanging outs are sort of the places where people and your managers your coworkers, get to see if they want to end up you know working with you you know how you end up like getting vibes so it's really important um, that you sort of set the stage and for COVID particularly it's really hard um but like what I've been able to do like literally at like PNG right now I made an intern group chat on teams I asked HR for the entire email list of all PNG interns I sent them an email invite to have a weekly lunch um <laughs> to try hard literally <laughs> like, I, you're setting the, the bar so high Renzel but it it is like it's the only way you can do it so you can see all these interns because we're across Canada so I sent them an email to for 30 minutes every Friday and I said you can come where you don't have to come um, but it's one of those ways and you have to take ownership of that especially in the COVID landscape because you don't get to run into these people like in the staircase or in like you know when you're in the line to get the water so you have to take ownership so that was one way and I also said like having that intern group chat is saving my life and I've done mm -hmm. that repeatedly at PNG, at Shopify and at like Canadian Tire because sometimes you just want to be with fellow interns as well. Um, in terms of like you know for your manager something I made every single one of my managers do actually I make them take like personality quizzes and what? then we talk about them. Um, <laughs> That's so, so cute. So like um like E equilibria is a really good one where you end up finding your like color, which is like red, blue, uh, yellow, and green. So red people are like commanders, and blue is more like you're connecting with people. Yellow is like you you thrive off collaboration, and green means you're like very analytical. So I send that one 
every single time without fail and I force all my managers to do it that way I can just see what they are and it's like it's, it's a fun thing and you can also do your Myers-Briggs uh, which I, I think it's like I, I know like school makes you do it but they're they're really they're really fun to just force they're good icebreakers too so tiny things like that really go a long way and then I it, it's it's sort of like finding your new flavor I know it'll be definitely easier once COVID is done but those are sort of the few online things that I did um recently that helped break the ice yeah I think um like building on that except not to Renzel try hard version <laughs> um, I think it's like just like generally like understanding um the work culture how people communicate uh one thing um I did uh like my manager gave me a tip also in my last internship was like doing coffee chats with everyone understanding you know what they like to talk about is it all just work talk or is it all um actually like asking about you know like if someone has something in their day or about their night from their weeks uh life during covid um having like personal questions when necessary and also like understanding like the team culture um in best buy i was so scared because you know corporate like how is how does everyone talk and then it was like oh my gosh everyone uses gifs everyone's like hi everyone says hi not hello i was like whoa like it's a cool experience um it's just like understanding that in the end everyone wants to talk to each other and it really just depends on how you set your first week at your internship um if you are someone who just wants to focus on work um it's all all up to you but in the end how um how your organization really delves into your personal growth is how you is really like do you want to mesh with them do you want to um take in this team culture so once you have that your soft skills and then obviously like the technical skills it's definitely supportive for um like future months within your company mm, awesome i resonate um, a lot we're we're almost kind of at at time i want to finish off or i, I really want to make space for talking about mistakes because i know myself in my internships i was really scared of making mistakes and yes they have been and so i think it might be helpful for some of the students on the call to hear about mistakes that we made how do we handle them how should you handle them um, does anybody have a story that comes to mind that they're comfortable sharing? If not, I'm happy to share. <laughs> you go, Mara, you go. I, I can jump in. I, I started laughing because I have, like, trauma from it still. <laughs> um, I won't say the company. Or actually, you know what, I will. It's fine. Uh, we can laugh about it. <laughs> I was at uh, Canadian Tire, and I had to do this presentation to not only my entire team, but like the regional team. So like my entire team's like 10, and then you get the broader team, which was 20. And I worked so hard on it for like three weeks, and I, I don't know if I was just brain dead, and we got to this one slide, and I said some crazy fact, like we're gonna have 50% incremental lift, but the slide, like the graph, because I wasn't paying attention, um, it said 20%. And then the vice president stopped me and was like, Renzel, your graph says 20 and then I froze in that call and I I remember having my heart just beat like a thousand miles per minute because I was like what I'm like a hundred I knew it was 50 percent so I had to compose myself and I said oh like what a great question because I was trying to buy myself time and then when I looked on the slide I knew that it was literally my slide settings when you when you make a graph it it, it made it like into absolute numbers which which made which made no sense and which is why it ended up being like 20 not 50 percent and then i had to backtrack and said hey sorry vice president person um i pulled immediately my raw numbers and i said see look it's 50 percent because i had it in the backtrack but i remember being so embarrassed on that call for like with 40 people and not sleeping about it for three or four days but then i realized no one even remembered it like literally it was forgotten by the time i made the next slide so it sort of goes to show that like even though like we're older you're still bound to make mistakes um mistakes as big as that and um at the end of the day like i think it's going to be fine and like don't sweat it if something happens just like move forward with your life um i i guess i did move forward i still get nervous when i say that story um but it does happen and like if if you do if you just you just have to learn from it and um now i triple check literally all of my slides, particularly my graphs, especially if I say something numerical. 
Um, it was tra traumatic when it happened, but you know, two or three years later, it's all okay. It'll be okay. I totally agree. I've had my fair share of blunders, and I think the biggest thing, um, and I could talk about them today, is the biggest thing is, is saying your apology, a true apology, not you know blaming it on different things, um, and then making sure you don't make that mistake again, and that's really all you can do. So I totally agree, Renzel. Um, we are almost at that kind of half an hour mark, so I'm going to wrap it up with uh, our last kind of planned question here, which is, what is your final piece of advice for interns? So um, I'm going to I'm going to kick it off here and say that um, my final piece of advice uh, of advice to interns would be, you know, it's not just the company evaluating you, but it's also you evaluating them uh, as well. And so you need to under or to take that time and to think, you know, is this the right fit for me? Is this the right role? Is this the right company? Um, it's really easy to get sucked into. I remember myself just wanting to be, oh, I just I need to return. I need to return. I need to prove myself. I need to return. Um, and putting a lot of pressure on that. And it is good to be motivated, and especially if you love the company. But I really would um, remind students that it's also your time to reflect on your employer, and if that's somewhere that you you see your future. And it's it's okay if it's not. It maybe it's not that role. Maybe it's not that company, but you still learned. You came out knowing what you maybe don't like or like. Um, and at the end of the day, it's about that experience. Um, and I think, Renzel, do you have something you want to add there? Oh, no, I think you covered it. And we're also at time. I think uh, maybe Meg can share something. She hasn't uh, to share her la last piece. Yeah, I was, I was like thinking while Mira was talking of a story, but I just have a very simple story of a mistake that I made that I just want to... <laughs> make sure I get through so it's just missing a meeting it was just like the silliest mistake so just like be respectful of people's time um and never you know like this is the type of stuff where it doesn't take effort to do like just checking your calendar making sure you don't miss that meeting I just like slept through my alarm and miss missed a meeting and that was my biggest internship mistake um so just don't do that respect people and yeah be yourself have fun it's a learning environment and yeah that's all <laughs> Awesome. So we'll open the floor to any kind of questions now, and I'm going to pass it off to Meg to moderate the Q&A. Okay, yeah. So feel free to raise your hand if you have any questions, and we'll bring you to the stage. Yeah, also thanks everyone for coming and listening to us for like a full 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, time flies. <laughs> feel free to have any questions about... Um, it doesn't even have to be about internships. It could be about, you know, uh, like our roles, what we do, even... How do we go about like our after 5 p.m. Um, or for Renzel and Zoe after, I guess, 1 p.m. because they're in Eastern time and have to wake up at 6 a.m. every day? <laughs> <laughs> it gets our easier last. as the days go on. So we are masters filled with pain. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Maybe if we I'm don't have, if we oh, don't have any questions, we can... Um, ask each other questions and if anyone had one oh i feel think, free oh i think we have a hand up curtis so let's bring it up hello hello y'all hey <laughs> hey thanks for uh sharing everything um yeah my question as you know a fellow solder student out of curiosity is you know what courses or concepts during your undergrad have you found the most helpful during your internships and your work in general like what what do you think the biggest academic takeaways have been for all of y'all that's a good question um anyone want to take this everyone gets nervous because <laughs> our, our props are on the line <laughs> actually i can share something um this upcoming like few months i'll be working on a lot of strategy um for general mills and um, something that I really learned through Jenny's COM 468 class, which is our marketing capstone, where we get to work with a live client, and I was leading the goals and objectives section of our marketing plan, and what my team always challenged me was that, okay, what is the insight, like, what kind of comes back to this, like, why, why is this our goal, like, and making sure that everything is in the smart format, is really important and I think that's something I'll always bring into 
every single strategy that I'm creating um, in my in my roles because it always has to come back to the consumer, the insight. I, I'm going to have to be able to back it up and that the strategies that I'm creating are um, very specific and measurable and attainable for the business. Mm. Zoe, what's the, what's the last two in SMART for those who don't know what SMART goals are? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, I'm blanking out right now. Attainable. Relevant attainable? and time-based. Attainable and yeah. timely. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, um, awesome. the most important things I learned... I learned a lot of things like, oh, tools, like CD step, which is to like analyze your environment and just tools for like segmenting, targeting, positioning. So this is like a bit more technical, but I find that using these tools and coming up with strategies throughout my internships was actually very helpful. So for example, when I was working on a video campaign for SAP last year, I was thinking about, oh, like where in the marketing awareness funnel does this fall under? Is it like, oh, awareness, interest, or like desire, conversion. Um, I probably butchered that, but basically just like understanding the context was very, very helpful for a lot of my projects. Totally. I think like the biggest learning, maybe it doesn't come from a class, but comes from the experience overall. Um, one of the things that I think I really learned in my undergrad was the 80-20 rule. So at the start of my undergrad, first year and second year, I would spend a crazy amount of time and effort to get everything to be you know, perfect, and then as I, I went on in my undergrad, I started to kind of adopt more of an 80-20 mindset, putting more of my effort towards things that were high impact and being okay with um, the lower impact things not being to that same uh, like scrutiny as the other things, or under the same scrutiny, sorry. Um, and that really also translated to my work. So when it came to being an intern, it was, you know, what actions here are going to allow me to be the most impactful on my project? It's going to be, you know scouring through the da data and finding the insight it's not going to be making the perfect mock-up that looks beautiful because if this did go to market we would have an agency work on that so it's really you know choosing um choosing things wisely and knowing where to invest your effort and i think that comes with time and that allows you to keep you know um work-life balance and to enjoy things in your free time too which is something i've gotten better at uh, as time goes on and I hope to apply into the workplace. And I know a couple other people wanted to talk about work-life balance. So um, I think Zoe and Rizal, if that was something you wanted to chat to. Yeah, I can take that on. Work-life balance, especially for everyone like who's younger, please know that I know there's like scary stories about business as per particularly different like um, specializations where it's sort of like a, a badge of honor to like work yourself to death and you're like and then somehow it became a competition I just hear it in hallways of thought or be like I worked like 40 hours last week and then someone from the back of the room will be like well I worked 60 and then it becomes this competition of who worked more and I think that's just absolutely ridiculous um and it's really important that our whole um sort of you know values like as like, business students and like later on like business professionals is to find work-life balance it is absolutely imperative you know that if, if you work nine to five you try your best to end at five um and you have to be very diligent about that i know the, the types of personalities that you have as business students is that you want to you want to keep working and you want to shine but you know that's the easiest way for you to burn out and i i myself felt that burnout in third year and like mm -hmm. very few people end up talking about it but it does very much so happen and it, it's rough and you never want to be in a position where you're tired you don't want to do anything and it but it, it can happen and like i i just am a, such an advocate for people to take time to like you know you know like me i love plants now you know go see your family go outside be very diligent about ending your work at five. It's okay if you do it for maybe like one to two, three days, but if you're consistently working until, you know, 8 p.m. at night, I think it's time to reevaluate, like, why are you working at 8 p.m. at night? Is it just so you can tell people you work until 8 p.m. at night? Or is there something like in your actual work pro projects that you're not getting? Like, is it time for you to ask your manager to like come on board and help you reorganize your priorities? 
Is it your workload? Is it something else? And it's it's so much like uh, it's such an important thing. And I I think that I just love to be able to say that out loud. Um, and I hope if there's like one thing like you take away from anything I've said, that it's that. And I don't know if anyone else um, feels like that. Um, I really like that. that thought actually that sparks something in me Renzel and I, I did want to say on this call which is that I think that in many internships there's this this need or this this drive to get the return offer and that's super normal and and really common um but one thing that I want to highlight or like really I wish I had said to my younger self is that you you shouldn't be putting your worth on a job title or a um or on a return offer. Your self-worth um, is not attached to your job. It's not attached to your your return offer. Um, and I think in some of my younger, or in my earlier internships, I really placed everything on it. Um, and I had j- just wished that going back, I had been a bit kinder to myself. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like one of my earlier internships, I made this very similar mistake. Um, I knew it very performance-driven company and I want to kind of live up to that as well and show that I'm very performance-driven as well and I was working till 1 a.m. one night and I saw my other intern also logged in at 4 a.m. her time in Toronto and we were on teams like what are we doing this is an unreasonable time to work and we should really shouldn't be doing that. So that kind of gave me a wake up call of what is appropriate effort. Like what is you need to set the expectations really early of what um, that looks like in your project and what meeting means and what does exceeding expectations mean. I think a few years ago I got advice from one of the marketing leaders I coffee chatted with is that um, make sure you make a list of what is like top priority and that you need to focus a lot of your effort to look nice and needs to be very formatted and it's going to upper management um, to what is like shown to your immediate team or like maybe it doesn't need to be um, that nice but you're just like meeting expectations for so um, again like priority really comes into play and um, make sure that you communicate with your manager really regularly in case these priorities do change Mm, that's well said awesome yeah does anybody just want to oh go ahead meg no go on if it was on this topic oh no you're going to ask if anyone else has questions like feel free to raise up your hand um if no one has questions in the meantime i also just want to say that um like it's easy for for you to think that like at you know, for me, are saying like, uh, like you want, we want returns, and it's easy for us to say like, no, you don't have to put your heart and soul because we already have like, like for Mira's case, she already has an offer, and then you see all these titles that like we have at these big companies. I want you to know that did not happen overnight. That one hundred percent did not happen overnight. I will say it like four more times. <laughs> um, you, you should have seen us in first and second year. My goodness. Like, I must have sent out 200, 300 job applications, um, you know, by third year. And it, it is a grind. It, it is a struggle. And, you know, when you look at my LinkedIn, it doesn't look like it's like that. But let me tell you it is. And all of us on this panel started somewhere. We all just found a break and like we worked hard at it and I want you to know that it like it really doesn't happen overnight and if you feel really defeated after getting your hundred uh, rejection letter let me tell you I have 105 I can top it I can give you my entire folder of rejection letters it will eventually happen you know you you clean up your experiences you put more effort or like you revamp your resume um, and it, it will happen. Sometimes it's just a break. You manage to meet someone in, ele- in an elevator who happens to be in HR. You know, it, it, that's just how like, the world is. And, you know, or your networking sessions. But I want you to know that, like, it, it's like baby steps and it's building blocks. And then one day you're there. And I didn't even realize, you know, I was 
sort of there-ish until like maybe last week when I walked <laughs> into like PNG and I was like, oh man, if first year Renzel saw me now and I never in a million years thought it was going to be like this. So if you feel like that right now on this call, just like, I, I cannot wait to see where you end up in one to two years, you know, or six months. <laughs> you still Are you still going to talk to me in one to two years, Renzel? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I hope to see your grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's, like, so interesting to see where we end up from first year to fifth year, or, like, fourth or fifth year, depending on what year we graduate. Um, but I think another thing, looking back on my first year, is that, like, if you have, like, a brand name to your role, like, it, you're deemed successful. But, yes, although, like, um, we have those, like, internship titles with large companies personally for myself like if I didn't grow in the passion and open myself up to like volunteer opportunities with a nonprofit or um, my time with a startup agency was it wasn't even like a brand um, I think getting into that mindset where you're interested in learning rather than you want to step into a company just because of the brand name I think that's where you get more of that the connections you get more of your way up into other um, maybe like larger corporation names and I think a huge um, fallacy is like just starting and landing an internship with a brand name company makes you successful and I, that was that was kind of my um, insecurity especially being in solder um, that because I was in like a startup agency or because I was looking at it um, in that direction, um, I was falling away from brands. But it's it's less of saying that like, oh, brands equal success, but more so like if you have a passion of learning um, in terms of like either a category or another brand or in a startup. And that's what I would personally like I love doing um, was diving deep into these different sectors. Um, you see what you actually enjoy and what you don't enjoy. So I think one takeaway if um, you're listening from me, my, my point is don't look at it in terms of the name itself, but open it in terms of what do I as someone interested in a specific business field, want to get out of this, um, not looking at the brand itself, but um, everything that revolves around it. Yes, I absolutely love that. I love that. Yeah. I think um, just the, you know, the culture of LinkedIn as well, it's sometimes really hard because you see a lot of people updating their LinkedIn, saying that they're getting new roles at these big companies. And then you kind of start wondering, oh, like, why can't I get a role at this big company? But I always like to kind of remind myself and what I would tell my younger self is apply to jobs, not because you want to put it on your LinkedIn but because you align with the company's like values mm, and so that you want to develop these skills and that you're genuinely interested in this field of work, not because you want to put it on your LinkedIn. It's like, oh, if LinkedIn didn't exist, what would you apply for? And like apply for those things. I love that. Awesome. I think that wraps up all our thoughts on like how to make the most of, learn, um, and ace your internship and time at Solder or whatever school you are attending. Golden. I did want to call out, so thanks to our profs who did uh, come to support us, Tamar, Jenny, Victor. Um, really appreciate that. I know it means a lot to me, and I think uh, Renzel, Zoe, Meg, and Katrina would all say the same. So wanted to do a special shout out there before we go our separate ways. Yeah, I also wanted to thank everyone on the panel as well. Um, they've been incredible in the last semester. We actually... Um, got so close through working on our marketing capstone project together where we met almost every day. <laughs> I wrote a 50 page um, report. <laughs> so definitely a new level of bonding for me. Um, so I really appreciate like how much effort and that they go into helping me prep interviews, like read my resume and cover letter before submitting it. Um, I really own it to my marketing friends who has really helped me throughout the journey to be, to reaching like a role that I have today. So thank you so much. Aw. <laughs> Virtual group hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank I you, Zoe. I hope to get free cereal from you. 
<laughs> yeah. Give me some Cheerios. Anytime. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be closing the room shortly if there's no more questions, but you can, yeah, if, like for any of the students here, feel free to reach out uh, via LinkedIn. We're all on LinkedIn if you had any follow-up questions or any questions throughout your internships um, that you, you know, want some advice on. Uh, disclaimer, friends on panelists, I don't know how to close the room, so they're going to have to leave. <laughs> I think <laughs> if you just click leave, then it just closes. Like, if all of us leave at yeah. the same time or something. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for coming, everyone. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you. Feel free to you. Mm-hmm. Feel free to stay behind if you want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed our little clubhouse chat. If you have any other questions about internships or anything of those sorts, please feel free to reach out to any one of us. We are more than happy to help you guys out. So for this purpose specifically, you can find us all on our favorite platform, LinkedIn. So you can search us by our full name and the UBC Sauter School of Business and you should be able to find us. So that's Meg Kwong. That's me. Mira Hare, Zoe Zhang, Renzel Mendoza, and Katrina Del Rosario. I have put all these in the description below so you can search us up. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you the best of luck if you are pursuing your internship and know that things will continue to get less scary, less difficult, and it'll be a really enjoyable, awesome learning experience that'll help you grow and develop in ways that you couldn't have imagined. I am actually currently doing my second internship at SAP as I briefly mentioned in the chat and I'm absolutely loving it. I really implemented all these tips and reflections that we mentioned in this chat today and I'm already feeling like I'm getting so much more out of this internship than I did in my last few internships and I'm really really grateful for that in particular I think I'm just taking a lot more initiative and ownership of things and having a lot better like communication and teamwork along with my team and just a lot of things that I had to take more control of for myself within my own role that made my own experience better because we truly do create our experiences although there are things within an internship that you can't control such as if you have like not as great of a team or if the work doesn't excite you that would be harder but much of the experience really is up to you so I really hope that this chat was very empowering for you guys anyways Thanks so much for listening. If you want to stay in touch with our podcast and check out the awesome content that we're creating alongside my awesome marketing uh, strategist and creative coordinator, that's a handful of a saying, <laughs> alongside my awesome partner in crime, Sophia Yuna Chong, we are creating awesome content on our page on Instagram. So make sure to give us a follow at I'm in my 20s. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating. I personally don't even use Apple, so I don't. I've like never asked for reviews. I don't know how it works, but if you want to show some love, please do. And if you have any like requests for future topics or any of that, I do have a feedback form open. So just go to tinyurl.com forward slash IIMT feedback and you can submit your anon request. And for anything else at all, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. So with all that being said, hope you guys have a lovely day and I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Bye.